Do you ever feel like every time you get on social media, all you end up doing is comparing yourself to the picture-perfect model performing the seemingly effortless 30-minute total hit body workout? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Sideline Talk, a podcast devoted to exploring the impact social media has on female athletes, while shedding light on the misrepresentation these women face. I'm your host, Pilar Lewis, a former Division I athlete looking to bridge the gap between social media and proper representation of female athletes. If you made it this far, then keep listening. It's game time. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Sideline Talk for episode three, where I'm interviewing the role of journalism in sports media. I'm here with Mackenzie Flum, a sideline reporter at Bally Sports in Ohio. Um, Mackenzie, if you want to just introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you do, that would be great. Um, I just graduated from Ashland University with a degree in digital media production and a minor in sport management. Uh, through the university, I had the opportunity to work directly with Valley Sports um, as the sideline reporter for Ashland University's football men and women's basketball teams. So I worked directly with some people up at Valley, such as um, the Cavs director and some of the camera and replay and graphics operators up there. So it was a really awesome opportunity that I got to go through in college that has prepared me for real world experience. Yeah, that's awesome. So in the time that you were doing that, like, did you have specific roles that you were doing with female athletes or women in sports? Because I only worked with the women's basketball team directly, um, I kind of did little side projects with other um, teams on campus, um, such as softball, volleyball, um, lacrosse, where I played a role in their teams were telling their stories, going over their seasons, doing interviews with players, coaches, and giving them an opportunity to share their thoughts and their voice with um, other people on campus and the community of Ashland. Gotcha. That sounds like a lot of fun. Very interesting. So the overall purpose of this episode is to explore and understand the relationship between social media and female athletes from the point of view of a sports reporter, which would be you, and just uncover the role reporters have in using social media. Mm-hmm. And so you said you worked with women's basketball. So kind of what type of experience do you think reporters have with engaging on social media, especially when they are working with a team so closely like that? A lot of times reporters will use social media as a platform to share the work that they've done with teams. Erin Andrews is like a huge, huge example of this. Like anytime she does an interview with somebody, um, like a sit down interview, she will post her interview on social media to get more engagement with it, get more views, and just kind of put that interview in the light of um, more viewers, essentially. With Ashland University, we did a little bit of that. Small documentaries on different athletes that we put on um, social media. I don't personally work directly with the team on social media. Um, We have somebody else for that. But social media is a great tool for those athletes to then post kind of how they're doing in the season, different updates on games, stats, anybody who breaks a record or anything like that, but then also gives female athletes specifically a chance to share their personalities with fans. I feel like a lot of times you see athletes as just athletes, but Mm -hmm. the best part about social media and my job is I get to share with other people the personalities of these people. It's really fun to see the girls' hearts their personalities come to life and see who they are off the court. I love that you said that because these are people 
and Mm -hmm. they have more to them than their athletic ability, which I do feel like sometimes social media only focuses on like appearance or Mm -hmm. what they're doing athletically. And that can be very hard. And so it's important that when people are reporting on female athletes and just athletes in general, that they're able to show the balance between that. Yes. Overall, the research I found in, in this whole project has been that social media can be a tool, but it can also hinder the portrayal of female athletes because a lot of content that is produced is not focusing on who they are as people or mm-hmm. or stuff like that you just talked about. And that's hard. So do you ever see that type of content where it's more focused on their bodies or their physical image, things of that sort? I have definitely noticed, especially with the rise of TikTok, there is like a lot of like sexualization of female athletes and I guess male athletes too, but I feel like more in females. Like you see a lot of female athletes who are very attractive, having more engagement on social media platforms because of the way that they look. And I mean, I don't think there's any, it's, that's anybody's fault, I guess. Like, how do we stop that? I don't know. And does it need to be stopped? I, I don't know. But definitely not necessarily seeing those personalities portrayed or people necessarily caring about the personalities. It's definitely more for female athletes about the physical appearance. Right. Yes, I would agree. And that's hard. So then as you're in your role as a reporter, do you feel like it's your duty to kind of combat that with what you're producing? Absolutely. I mean, especially as a female reporter, like I feel that as well. Like a lot of female reporters are sexualized too. Showing the audience, it's not just about what somebody looks like or what I look like or what the athlete looks like. It's about like, this athlete's a great athlete. They perform and do these things so well. Like that's what we want to focus on. Giving them a chance to share their thoughts and their heart. Showing that it's more than just like the outward appearance. Like I talked about the sexualization of female athletes. Not everybody's like that, but... You definitely see it more nowadays than I think ever. Yeah, I would agree. And I want to go back to what you said as as your specific role as a female reporter who also is sexualized. How do you deal with that? It's hard. People just think that it's all about like a pretty face. Like they're just looking for somebody to be on TV who's cute. I mean, I've had parents like male, like dad, that games being mm-hmm. like, oh, what do you know about football? Like stupid stuff. And I'm just like, I cover every single game. Like I know what's going on. I know all these players inside Mm -hmm. and out. And it's because I'm a female. And same kind of thing with female athletes too. I feel like there's kind of the stigma around female sports not being as great as male sports. And I think that it's our job as females to stick up against that and kind of show that we're just as qualified and just as important as males. And I think that it's definitely gotten better over the years. People are definitely giving females more credit but there's still a long way to go. Yeah, I would agree. And so when you're talking about like the male athletes and the covering of their sports, do you feel as if there's a difference when you are covering female athletes versus when you're covering male athletes? I've gotten really lucky, at least at this school, with the relationships that I've had with the athletes. I feel respected by almost all of them, whether it's female or male athletes, not necessarily by coaches or like I said, parents, Mm -hmm. but the athletes, I feel I'm very blessed that they respect me. And so I don't feel like they don't trust me with covering their sport. So that's really nice. And like I said, super blessed for that. Right. No, that's awesome. And that kind of leads me into like, 
just understanding your role a little bit more, do you feel that overall as a reporter, you have more expectations because you're a female? Yes, there's definitely a little bit more pressure because you really do have to prove that you know what you're talking about. I feel like it's a stereotype that women don't know about sports and can't understand sports. So when I'm reporting, I really have to do a good job of covering all my bases, making sure that I really know what I'm talking about. Because if I slip up once, I feel like all eyes are on me and that I'm going to be judged. Whereas like, if it was a guy, I don't feel like people would care as much. But because there's already that built-in stigma around females in sports, you really have to work a lot harder. Yes, I would agree. And that's such a tough pill to swallow. And I think that that goes for both your role and the role of the female yeah. athletes, some of the things that happen if, you know, they were to slip up or they don't look their best, it mm-hmm. very much so highlighted drastically. That has been a major thing that I've seen and that research has shown with social media. I think that we are quick to go to social media to see these slip ups or these people and kind of judge from that. So how do you think social media has changed in terms of content and how maybe it once was for the sports industry? I think that social media has come transformed into this almost like branding Mm -hmm. aspect for like athletes and teams. It's really a way for teams to and athletes to engage with their fans. Before, I don't think that, not that there wasn't like a plan behind it, but now it's like everything's so strategic and down to like when you're posting the engagements that you're getting which I think is an awesome tool um, because we get to see kind of more into, like I said, like a lot of fans want to see into the lives of those athletes and see who they are off the field, which gives social media gives fans a, a way to do that. So it's definitely grown. And like I said, has become a tool for teams and athletes to brand themselves. Right. Yes. A tool, if you think correctly, I would say kind of leading into that. Do you think Or what would you think are some of the negatives of using social media within the sports industry? Well, everybody wants to comment on everything. Somebody has a bad game, they're running to social media and they're going to essentially roast that person and tell them how terrible they are. And I kind of did a research project on the effects of professional athletes on their families. Mm -hmm. And social media was one of those things where, I mean, it affects these athletes in a tremendous amount they're constantly like I said being criticized and everybody has an opinion and then that essentially leads into the effect of how they perform because they're in their head they're thinking like okay if I have a bad game like people are gonna go crazy blah 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 also social media with I don't want to say like the paparazzi but like the whole like Tristan Thompson thing and Mm -hmm. Khloe Kardashian I mean Khloe found out that Tristan was cheating on her from like social media So it's like almost like a privacy thing. Like nobody has privacy anymore when it comes to social media and you have to figure out how to properly, I guess, digest the content that's coming in based on what you put out. Right. Yeah, I would agree. So then when we're talking about some of these more negative impacts, what type of solutions do you think there are to this? Oh, I almost don't even know if there are solutions. That's fair. (laughs) I... uh, People are so mean and just like rude and think that like they're entitled to an opinion that they really aren't. And it would take people to be like just kind. And unfortunately, I feel like we live in a world where not everyone's kind and people hide behind these screens and make those comments and post things that 
they probably shouldn't post. So when it comes to like the comments and the feedback and stuff like that, I'm not even sure that there's a real solution for it besides athletes just kind of ignoring it and shutting that out. But obviously that's easier said than done. Yeah, for sure. No, that's valid. I don't disagree with you at all. So I know that you said there's not necessarily a solution you think, but within your profession and within women in sports, what might you like to see change if it could? For social media. Social media and even just for your profession when covering female athletes. I guess I wish people would give female athletes and reporters like just females in the sports industry a fair chance. I know that it's gotten a lot better, but there's still a long way to go. You see like ESPN or Sports Center post any like highlight of a female athlete doing something and you go to the comments and it's males just like running up like, oh, that wasn't even that hard. Like anybody can do that, blah, blah, blah. But like you see LeBron James, somebody posts something of LeBron James. It's just like praise all the way around. So I wish people would get, like I said, give female athletes a fair chance and understand that like it's the same blood, sweat and tears as a male athlete. And it should be recognized in the exact same way. Sure. So in closing, if you had advice to give to a female that was going into reporting, you know, how you would talk to female athletes that you were covering, what would your advice be to that? I would say just ignore the outside noise. I think that you have to know what you bring to the table as a reporter or an athlete. You are there for a reason. And trusting that and trusting yourself is pretty much all you can do. Everybody's going to have an opinion, but staying true to yourself and confident in yourself is the most important thing. I think that's very well said. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Like I said, kind of female athletes and females in sports in general, they belong there. I think that just remembering that and staying true to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that in this industry, women stick together. I think there's like a stigma that like you have to remain in competition with everyone, Mm -hmm. but there's enough room for all females to succeed in the industry. And so staying in that mindset too, like it doesn't need to be a competition. You don't have to band against each other, Um, work together and you'll probably get a lot further than you would if you were to work by yourself. Yeah, that's great. Well, there you have it, guys. Stay confident and stick together. And with that, I will let you go, Mackenzie. Thank you for your time. And I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for having me. Tune in next week as we hear from Kelly Tilly, a licensed professional clinical counselor working with over 20 years of experience in providing clinical services. She currently works at Kent State University in Tangent with the athletic department as the athletic embedded mental health provider.